What are the best arguments you know of for why masturbation is normal and healthy? And what are some of the ways we can approach this topic with him that won't give him some weird complex? Thanks and watch for the waspuses. Chad, you worked with a lot of uh, young men and women. Uh, you were a professor. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. uh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so first of all, semen store in the balls, right? No. Okay. But thank Just you. Just check in. Welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a very special Dr. Drew After Dark. Uh, keep the emails coming, of course, at drdrewafterdark at gmail.com and the voice messages at 818-253-1693. That does not change. Um, also, store.ymhstudios.com for the likes of this. Uh, the Rational Revolution is upon us. It is upon us, ladies and gentlemen. Talked to Christine about it last night. We greeted with the Universal Revolution greeting, and uh, it is upon us. So all is well. In fact, we went to Christina's stand-up last night, and she could say things in her stand-up that um, I dare say she couldn't have said eh, three months ago, but <laughs> now she's okay. Um, here's what I want you to know. This is a very special day in uh, the life of Dr. Drew and Dr. Drew After Dark and Susan Pinsky. Uh, we are in our new studio. Finally, we are here at YMH Central. Look at this. Chad Walleen is my guest today. We'll get to that in just a second. But this is unbelievable. Is, is there a name for YMH Central? Does it have this whole compound have a name? YMH Studios, baby. Just YMH Studios. I think we need to like, it needs to like have a, a name to it. Like a ship has a name, you know, that kind of thing. What do you want but to call it? I, uh, I don't know yet. Let's let it right. sink into me. I'll figure okay. it out. But but the one of the one of the extraordinary elements. Uh, please show the booth boys on the on the program shot there. What you're seeing, uh, which is a great shot, also. I mean, the quality of what's going on here is insane. But I can see you guys for the first time in the run of this show. Oh, so yeah. it's always you've been in the booth out in the distance somewhere, and I couldn't see these guys. And now I can look at them and make eye contact and. When I give them shit, and when you give me shit, right. you're gonna have to look me in the eye and do it. So, so now you're, might you're change gonna, things, Eddie. Might change things a bit. And if you dissociate, I'll know it. I'll so, know it, my friend. So now you're gonna look us straight in the eye when you say stuff like, "Shall I eat your pussy?" So, which is another wonderful element that we have here today. Let me talk to this camera, which is because uh, these guys have been collecting uh, drops. Remember the old radio uh, idea, which was this notion of dropping things in that are on a loop. And I've been saying embarrassing things for uh, Tata, their fuck face. Been saying embarrassing things for uh, how, how many years now? How many shows now? We've like five hundred shows, and like they've been two they, or three years. Yeah, they've been accumulating these embarrassing drops that they will now be um, dropping back to me and uh, letting me struggle with it. So here we go. So welcome everybody. This is our new home, and I could not be happier. Christina and Tom. Thank you for providing this environment and for uh, including me in your lives. Uh, this has been an extraordinary journey, and it continues to be one. And uh, believe me, it is not uh, without immense, immense, immense gratitude. And by the way, to the mommies as well out there, keep my tight, everybody. Thank you for uh, welcoming me and uh, even my, my wife and everybody that we had on this show to your world. Uh, we are, we've got a lot of interesting things in store for you. We're changing the structure of this show a bit. Uh, some of the skeletal elements will be on display today. Uh, they'll be coming through you primarily today through the announcer, uh, one native, who will be Welcome to YMH Studios, now equipped with an announcer. There we go. We're going to have a few. Uh, but today, it's uh, we're going to start with... Uh, you're, you're cracking your own shit up. It's no, it's Chad's fucking shit. <laughs> Chad is shaking his head at me, and I'm not sure why. All right, well, let's get to Chad. It's great. So uh, all is as long as I've been seeing your name, Chad, in my emails, uh, I thought it was Chad Wellen. And I guess uh, Tom thought the same thing. Yeah, he thought it was uh, Wallen, I think. Wallen, it's yes. Spelled what did Wallen, I say? So Wallen? Wallen, yeah, yes. It's uh, Walleen. Walleen. What kind of name is that? Swedish. Swedish. Mm -hmm. Where'd you grow up? Small town, Nebraska. Mm -hmm. Beaver Lake, Nebraska. Do you speak Swedish? I don't. Not at all? Yeah. There's got to be some food or something that you were raised with. It was a Swedish, a dry fish or something. <sighs> <laughs> I had Icelandic friends, and they always ate these weird fish yeah, concoctions. I mean, we're not like traditionally Swedish in any sense. We're just Nebraskans. So. Is that, <laughs> uh, what did your family do in Nebraska? 
Uh, my dad is a computer programmer. Oh, of course, like most people in Nebraska, yes. Yeah, and my mom is awesome. Oh, good, that's yeah. nice. And and where in Nebraska were you guys again? Beaver Lake. Beaver Lake. Is yeah. that near one of the cities? <laughs> <laughs> South of Omaha. South of Omaha. Like 40 minutes south. Okay, so it's sort of near Omaha, which is, you yeah. know. But I mean, like, my high school is in the middle of a cornfield, so it's like small, small town. How many kids in your graduating class? 60. 60. That must have been cool, though. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't it was 12, fine. you know what I mean? Right. 60 is sort of manageable. I think somebody's calling me in the middle of the show. Sure enough, they are. Um, so how did you come to be involved in this uh, gallery of rogues, in this uh, pirate ship we call your mom's house? Um, it's kind of an interesting story. I applied, and then they hired me. Oh, wow. That's complicated. That's an incredible story. Thank you for making <laughs> it so, co so colorful. I mean, my goodness. I, I, I just imagined it in my mind. It was really quite a picture you painted. And, and you thought, hey, I'd like to live in Los Angeles or I'd like to live in Austin. You, you were working back in LA, weren't you with us? I was living in New York and I was, uh, I was actually a professor and I was making films. Of what? Documentary filmmaking. Guys. No, yeah, I'm aware Chad is very talented. That's why we hired him. This is an untapped resource. Uh-huh. One of the things we could do is build some documentaries. I'm just saying, your mom's house documentaries? What would you like to document, I'll Drew? be thinking about it. It'll occur to me during the show. Mm -hmm. A Fed Smoker documentary? Yeah, sure. Just a little 20-minute doc on Fed Smoker? Yeah, a posthumous documentary. Yeah, sure. you don't think that would be a... a would get some traction with people. Yeah. I'm just saying, narrated by me, talking about what we're actually seeing here. Mm. But a professor, what school? Uh, well, I did my MFA at Northwestern, mm -hmm. so I did. I taught the production lab there, and then I taught at Northwestern. Yeah, they said you're in New York, right? So mm -hmm. I, my graduate was in Chicago, um, and then I taught at a school called. It's a very small school. Mm. I don't know if I should really say this. On okay, you, show. you taught a small film school right. in New York City. I'm the editor, so I'll just cut it out. <laughs> you are my editor, and I appreciate that. And uh, so the extent that uh, embarrassing things are left in, I blame you. Yeah, embar yeah. embarrassing okay. things Good. are fine. Just, uh, yeah. just nothing embarrassing for you. Okay. Right, so like the pandemic happened. I was teaching. Pandemic mm. happened. Everything went online, you know, teaching online film for a year. Just I didn't want to do it. Students didn't want to do it. Um they and didn't then, want to be taught online? Or they yeah, didn't? I mean, for film, you need, it's very collaborative. And I you, see. You need to get your hands on the gear, and you need to I be see. out there, not like... Uh, Interesting. Yeah, and Zoom. how did you hear about this? On Twitter, actually. I think uh, Nadav posted that they were looking for somebody. Were you already a fan of this uh, world, or did yeah. you know about it? You knew about it? Yeah, I knew about it. How'd, it was, you, how'd you come upon it? Well... Being in academia, it can be pretty stuffy, so, right? Uh, so so a, a, being in academia, a natural uh, pursuit would be your mom's house, right? <laughs> right. I think if I went to Caltech, most of those professors would be watching your mom's house. Yeah, they might. <laughs> okay. No, it was a nice escape from that world. I see, you yes. See? It's like, oh, people aren't taking themselves too seriously. The, right. The levity was nice. Academia sucks ass now, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. And you have to think a certain way, act a certain way. And it's all, every, every faculty meeting is a big power struggle. It's really weird and political right now. And, and I would say don't spend 50 grand on Zoom classes is my recommendation for students. Is that, are you talking about undergraduate or graduate or any? Any. any. So wait, yeah. wait until there's in-person learning and then, uh, or in the meantime, do something else. Right. Yeah. And so you, you've, you heard, heard about this uh, and did you, you knew these guys from uh, behind the scenes videos and stuff? The Booth Boys? I mean, I was familiar with how what they're, they're to work with. They're great, actually. Of course, they're awesome. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah. No, just you and me talking. <laughs> they kind of suck. Oh. <laughs> they're they're a little they're they're a little full of themselves, right? A little bit. Uh, and it's hard to talk to any. He dissociates all the time. But you, know, you cool. never know when he's listening to you or not, or when he's in some other place, right? Thinking about his bowels or something. And, and like, right. yeah. Uh, I think they. Uh, it's cool because they don't really. They they kind of. <laughs> What's up, Drew? What's funny? <laughs> I just think Chad won't go there. It's so funny, but that's no. Fine. I like that. I like that everyone. It's busting here, balls. Everyone busts balls here. That's all it is. We so. definitely bust balls yeah, here, especially yeah. Chris. Okay. Chris well, Fox. that's what I get. I'm going to get into in just a second. I want to because. Uh, <laughs> but you told me before the mics heated up that you were a, a Loveline listener back in the day. Yeah, when I was like super young, mm. I would stay up late, watch MTV, watch oh. Loveline, Beavis and Butthead. God, you look too young for that era. I mean, I really young. We're like eight. <laughs> yeah, I was like eight. <laughs> I'm a, I'm 35 though. Whoa, so, that's yeah. so old, dude. Wow. Hey, he's older than anyone in here in the booth. He's been a professor for Christ's sake. Yeah. What about and you guys? more mature, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just looks 12, but he's been yeah. a professor. Come on. Chad now. looks 12? Uh, I mean, to me, 
I mean, he, I, I can accept that he's 35, but he looks he looks younger than you guys. I think I can I much easily accept that Chad is 35 than I think than you. Than me? No, no, no. Yeah, oh, Chad, you Chad can looks accept old. Is what I'm saying. Oh, I, it's it's I easier. Look old, you know what's reality old. to me? Yeah, you, you, because he's got that professorial thing he puts on once in a while. Don't fool. It doesn't fool me. Um, but but the when you're the closer to the age of the people you're judging, you are the the more accurate you tend to be. Right, I'm I'm a distance from you guys, and you all kind of seem the same age to me, really. And so it's like, yeah. But he looks, whatever reason, younger. We're all whippersnappers to you. No, you're all adults, and you're all accomplished professionals. I mean, I'll take it. All right, and he gives me shit all the time about being older. Is that right? What's wrong with that? And he's a little bit older. He's a professor, man. You jealous of that? You, you no. are you are you uh, intimidated? No, not, nothing. Why did you call him professor? Nothing's wrong with being old at all. I just remind him every. I'm going to call Chad professor old. from now on. I don't have a problem like with that. it. He has a problem. He wants me to call a professor. You see that? So God, this we would have a great Gilligan's Island documentary too. So just saying. <laughs> so, woo. Uh, yeah. Okay, professor. That that's right. So so. Uh, what did you think of Loveline over the... Because we had a lot of years of different kinds of things on Loveline, right? And weirdly, Loveline's been under attack lately. Are you guys really? aware of that? Hmm. Yeah, I've been Hasn't it been that. off the air for a while? Oh, yeah. But now there, there's a lot of uh, classic Loveline being listened to, and people are going back and enjoying it. Mm. But, of course, the um, non-rational group, the non-revolutionary oh. crowd, thinks it's creepy and weird and how do these guys think they are and that kind of stuff. And they, they can't even put it in historical context. The historical Children. context was I started doing it because of HIV and AIDS. No one was talking to young people about this shit, and there was no internet. And so we had to educate people. It was one night a week for 10 years, and then all of a sudden it was five nights a week, and then all of a sudden it was on TV. And we were just answering questions that people had. Similar to what we do here. You know you still have the same damn questions. It's still Things are still as confusing to you as ever, but you have the internet, so you can sort of have the information, uh, but you don't have the understanding. And that's why we straighten it all out for you here. So it's not a lot different than what we're doing here now. Do you agree? Yeah. Professors? Yeah. yeah. Very similar. Very similar. The penis is a sensitive organ. Exactly. In, indeed it is. Lord's work. We're doing the Lord's work. Exactly. Um, so so does your, I'm just curious, did you do media studies in addition to documentaries? Uh, it was documentary media. So, so, so how, do you, broad and how do you see that show and let's even include this show into the landscape of media and media history. Do you have a, an opinion about that? I'm asking you as a professor now. You so, know what I'm saying? If you were yeah, too funny in your class giving a little presentation on media structure, media history, where these things fit, you know what I'm saying? Well, I think it, you, you can get back to me if you want. <laughs> it's, a yeah. big, it's a big question. Yeah, put on a whole class. Because I, I have a theory about it. Let's hear your theory about it. Well, my theory was uh, radio uh, was initially one of these super highly produced uh, delivery systems where everyone had to speak with a certain radio voice and pop, 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 you know, and they had to, everything very highly produced and professional. In the 70s, the pirate radio model blew that all up, right? And people got very interested in real. Uh, and then the interaction with the audience, the drops, things like that came in in, in the 80s as a way I to- have a bomb-ass pussy. Like that, that bomb ass pussies would call in, and, and wow, you have some horrible shit. Yeah, <laughs> buddy, it's gonna, it's go, You're gonna like the way this show. Oh, is it's now. gonna be bad. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Um, but uh, it, it was just more real, more immediate, more you know, sort of of a community, right? So radio became just sort of the shared community. And my notion was, damn, radio has been this force for ill. It's created the sex, drug, and rock and roll, and I was seeing all the horrible consequences and the drug addiction and all this stuff, and I was like, I should be able to climb into that and make it a force for good as well and start talking about the consequences of all these behaviors, be, be the voice of reason, which I guess I am here too, which is <clears throat> odd. Um, I like and, the, uh, the the kind of uh, openness and honesty. like Yeah, the realness. The, the realness yeah. of, of, I mean, I always tend to like lean towards that in films that I like or like any kind of doc work. Like I'm really... I like Anthony Bourdain a lot, that mm -hmm. kind of work where, you know, it's just people talking and being real. Yeah. And, and I would argue that that's the direction everything has gone is mm -hmm. that people are used to more YouTube sort of settings, Zoom settings, and people hanging out and chatting. Mm -hmm. And I and I would argue that podcasting is, which is sort of the, you know, where sound has gone, is very different than radio. The rhythm is different. The the priorities are different. You're, you're, there's no back announcing or letters or don't don't turn the channel kind of movement. You're just hanging out. People are there because they want to be there and hang with you. 
And uh, as such, you can just have a long conversation, witness Joe Rogan. You can just sit and chat it up. Mm-hmm. And people love that. And television, I'm noticing, is kind of moving that way now a little bit. Shows like uh, Greg Gutfeld, which is not produced at all. People just chatting in a room, and that's it. Yeah. It's the same kind of thing. Uh, I think people get burnt out on like the the show of it all. Like, yes. They can tell that. Like, they don't like things. Something's to be, being pulled over their eyes. They don't they, like they, things to be produced for them. They want to be, right. have a direct contact. They want to make them. Now, they want to have we've gone thoughts. too far with that with this show, and so we're going to be producing a little <laughs> things just to kind of bring things back in a little bit. Would you say, guys? And yes. by the way, we have this new beautiful studio. We want to optimize what we're doing here, and, and we have some new uh, elements coming that I, I'm really kind of excited about. I don't know if we're going to have them for a while, but should I talk about them? Is it? Let's wait. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when we're ready. We'll release them to you when you're ready. So, so what do you imagine today we're going to do? What do you think, What do you look forward to doing here on the show? Well, I kind of have like a love line question for Please, you. Please, Professor, go right ahead. <laughs> Is it about you or Chris? Well, we'll we'll talk shit on Chris in a little bit. We'll get not there. a little bit, very soon. So yeah, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, so e- remember whose show this is. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> uh, he means him. Right. He means Nadav. Yeah. No, I mean Drew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. E-N-M is a hot topic in the dating apps these days, and I just want to know how tenable you think that is as a relationship. E-N-M. Ethically non-monogamous. Oh. Uh, you know, <laughs> I've talked about that here, haven't I, guys? Have you heard me talk about it? Yeah, you said it never works. I said, no, no, no. I, I don't say it never works. Uh, first of all, let's qualify it. Do whatever the fuck you want, everybody. I, I'm not telling you anybody how to live their life. I, I'm telling you that I've had decades of experience in medicine and in the psychiatric setting, and I've seen shit. Mm-hmm. And if you want the benefit of that wisdom, that experience, <clears throat> and you could argue I'm biased by the time and my age and all this stuff, no, certain things are just across, just humanity, just things about human behavior. And human. And, and here's the thing about it. Uh, nothing wrong with it. Uh, if it worked, I'd be very into it. It sounds like l- wonderful. It sounds fun and exciting. Yeah. It ends badly. It does sound complicated. It, it, it's Just think about it. This is the way I try to explain it to people, which is there are armies of professional trying to help people just two people have a relationship. It takes armies to get two people to get along and sustain a relationship. And th- where this really goes off the rail is if you're trying to raise kids. Kids yeah. need simple, stable environments for long periods of time. And if you're having complicated feelings and complicated threats to your relationship and involved in things that have you tied up emotionally and away from the kids, it's not good for them. You need to focus on the children and the environment in which they bring reared. Now, if you're never going to have kids and you're not really – you know, there is all kinds of theories about relationship out there. There's this thing called the um, – triad theory of love the guy's name is like um just i'll tell you his name he's looking it up right now triad theory uh sternberg or stein yeah stern steinberg triangular theory. triangular theory of love get me a, an image of that of the triangular theory of love there it is and you see that the different points on the triangle you need passion right and we talk a lot about that in this shit be really attracted to the person you gotta you gotta be attracted to that person every day for many many years i'm hoping my wife and i are an example of that so we We've had the passion from the beginning. It doesn't go away, interestingly. You can, you can fuck it up, but it tends to be a very renewing piece of the relationship. We Intimacy. Uh, we had to fight for that because I was such a fucking workaholic, and she kept saying there wasn't enough intimacy. I didn't know what she was talking about. And as a male, we are very much um, sort of clueless for many reasons on that front. Uh, and I feel like, thankfully, she had commitment, and so did I. So even that one part of the triangle wasn't always there the way it should be. We eventually figured that out, and, and now we have all three. But but the commitment is what keeps you in the relationship, and if the intimacy was being sought outside of the relationship, it would have unraveled. Everything right. would unravel. Uh, we never would have found our way back, and the passion would have gone to somebody else, and it would just have unraveled. So commitment, it, and you could argue whether this is an accurate theory or not. I, I understand. It's just a theory. But, but commitment is the piece that people sort of leave off the table. And I am here to tell you that when you commit to somebody in front of God and everybody, things change immediately. <laughs> it's a different feeling. Right. And and all the assholes that say, it's just a piece of paper, 
Yeah, every contract is just a piece of paper, fuckwad. Every contract <laughs> is just a piece of paper. Yeah. And guess what? You put your name on it, it is bound. It, contracts are binding. It just so happens that a marriage contract is the only contract you have, you and your spouse, with society. Mm-hmm. It's your societal contract. And I'm saying to minimize that. So I'm, here's the old man. Now I'm, now I'm like the guy, get off my porch guy. I'm the, I'm the old man uh, talking from my perspective. I, I, I just can tell you, there's a reason these things have been around throughout human history. There's a right. reason. And if you go into every culture, it's the same. And yes, there are variations on the theme. But whenever, there's two things I would say, God, I'm getting heavy today. See what you did to me, professor? You Sorry. bring me back to academia. But there are two things I would say. These are alarming statements that people, three alarming things that people say. This time it will be different. Now we figured it out. I'm on a holy mission. Those three things portend trouble. Things are not that certain. Things have been around for a long time. Learn from the wisdom of the past. Yes, you can can alter it and get your own version of it, but don't say, I've figured it out for everybody. Now we figured it out. This time it will be different. No, it's never different. It may have a different time course. and It is always somewhat different, but not the way you mean it when you say this time it will be different. What was the third one? A holy mission. God damn it. I've seen so many screwed up things from in medicine where doctors have a holy mission and they centralize their authority. I'm giving a lecture on that in Bermuda next week. Really? What? Like that they do holy missions? Well, like what do you mean do, by that? Do, you, I will hear those words come out of doctors' mouths. For instance, the reason we have uh, the opioid crisis, the opioid crisis was two things. They scared the shit out of doctors by not suing them for malpractice for not treating pain adequately they made it a criminal issue so doctors were fined personally on civil courts or sent to jail and criminal courts freaked us all out so we sent everybody to pain management specialists and pain management doctors are on the record historically saying it was our holy mission to eradicate pain right you get it yeah holy mission and uh, i i've seen something similar going on with covid one death is too many. What? Well, if one death is too many, we're not in a pandemic because pandemic is defined by excess death. So you're on a holy mission where one death is too many. That's fucked up. You're, now your judgment's all off. You're, you're not going to be able to respond to the reality of a pandemic where there are excess death. So I'm giving a lecture on this in Bermuda in a week or so. So I'll yeah, have to hear it. Net zero um, anything is probably not the good approach to most things. Absolute, all yes, all no, anything. And yeah. Human behavior and medicine is just all a giant mistake. It's it's just you've got to be – everything's – and we're at a time now where, Professor, you're sent me down this academic path. It's so weird um, that everybody has these personality traits that make them think sort of all one way and all the other. There's a lot of that going on, and that is unhealthy. Right. It's unhealthy. Uh, everything is much grayer than it appears. Everything in human behavior and human experiences. I have a question, Drew. Oh, yeah. Andy, what's going on, buddy? But so of those three things that you said you don't like people saying. Let me, let me write it down so I'm, I'll make uh-huh. sure I don't forget. Holy mission, right? Yeah. This time different. Uh-huh. And then the last one. Uh, what was the last one? Last one was that we figured it out. Uh, we figured it out now. We, now we shit. figured it out. Now we figured it out. You know, it's for the first time because I've been through a wave of that. Uh, we called that the 1960s, uh, and that was another fucked up consequence. And we called that the 1970s. That's when that's what everything that set up everything for all the shit I'm seeing now, all the trauma and kids and that kind of thing. Okay, go ahead. I see. So wait a minute. Uh, yeah. And, and now this is in. Reference to medicine, not it, it's no, it's in. in re, I think I think these are general principles. They're definitely in regards to medicine, but I, I think they're general principles. Um, I think they're general principles. Any, anything sort of anthropological, you know, what I mean, anything about the human experience. But didn't I, but didn't you kind of just say that you figured out relationships like polyamorous relationships? No, no, I didn't figure it out. No? I'm saying I'm saying, do what you want. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you from experience, it doesn't work out. Right. Oh. Uh, it just tends not to work out. I'm not saying it can't tends. work out for some people. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, oh, no, okay. somebody might might make it go. For somebody, it might be exactly the right thing to do, by the way. And I have no problem with that. Ah. Uh, I'm not, I, but I'm saying for the average person, it tends, in my experience, it doesn't turn out well. And it's not a good idea for child rearing. I'm not saying that I figured it out. I'm not saying this time it's different. I'm saying it tends not to be that way. I'm so. gonna. I'll tell my date that Drew said it's not gonna work. The the ENM thing. 
Oh. Like Dr. Drew said, this is not. See, the problem tenable. here, Chad, is you pack a lot into those kinds of statements, you see. So what's he talking about here? What's he? Is he? Do you guys aware that somebody that he wants to be ENM? I mean, with he's him? right there. He can no, tell no, no, you no. I'm asking if you guys have heard this before, because I imagine you would have busted his balls already if you knew he was dating somebody who wanted to. Okay, I mean, I mean, Chad, uh, Chad's a dating machine. You so know? are he's you? Just, he's just you have doing lots of what success he does. Here? Yeah, I go on a lot of dates here. How do you? Uh, how do you find your dates? Um, they're pretty good. Uh, one recently has been pretty nice. <laughs> and she's the ENM one. Yeah. So that's the now is the, now is the, here's the now oh boy, so is is she just saying she just doesn't want to be exclusive? I, th- I mean I think it's like a trend on the dating apps now. Like a lot of people have E and M in their profiles. Meaning so, I just I don't want you to get too invested right. here. Commitment. Oh, yeah, commitment. That's that what kind of that thing. means. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was one of those like, well, I'm an empath, like one of those like I I N T J. I just saw what, the what's I saw I-N-T-J? the letters. That's the Myers Briggs. Oh Jesus I Christ! Saw, I just see like a brevi- like the three letters. I'm like, oh, this is just some it's behavior a personality profile. It's so funny. We should do some of the Myers Briggs stuff here. Sure. Not even the Myers Briggs, just the big five personality I, sure i you notice how i'm not we're gonna do more tests guys. look forward to that guys more tests coming on this show um but the, the i have found the big five not that interesting you know what i mean how, so what's you're introverted what is it i've always run in the other direction where i'm like ah oh, this is just fucking this is a it, long it's fucking just they test. found that there are five domains of personality that if you uh qualify each of those five domains you pretty much can characterize all the basic personality styles i think that's okay. it not pathologize not the pathologies in personality which we've been mostly focused on but just the hmm. personality functions but, are you open or closed are you warmer you know you warm or, clo- or cold is that like, useful for anything outside of Tinder i don't and find Bumble? it i don't find it useful that's why i don't focus on i don't talk about it i i it honestly just feels like the new type of horoscope shit you know i'm emotional well but this actually has this is founded in good science don't get me wrong it is in good science uh, i just don't it doesn't it doesn't interest me and and by the way the other thing i'd watch out for always is when people describe themselves i i worry about that you know i i think evaluation needs to be done objectively from afar you know you it's a really interesting point i totally agree with that professor saying that (laughs) yeah um and and by the way not from somebody who's intimately involved either because you know, just the other day, I did a psychopath test of my wife thinking that was going to turn out positive. It didn't, lo and behold. So I did not think it was going to turn out positive. Honey, I love you. And whatever, we're going to, we're going to, I wonder if I should just call her. Is it you time want, to call You want to call Susan? I'm into it. All right, let's call her. Let's do it. Sorry, hey, Wait, Chris. what? Oh, Chad? Chad? He just, what? I called him Chris. I want to talk about the Chris Chad thing. And wait, hold on. What are we asking Susan here? Is she okay after her last visit? Oh, here? okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> to be clear, I want to be monogamous. That's what I want to. Do. And what does what does she say when you, you tell her? <laughs> what does she say when she tell when you tell her that? Yeah, I mean we we've talked about it, but we haven't got. I wonder what she really means by that. Well, so she just okay. To be fun. fair, this this date I've only seen a couple times. We're not like anything really. Or you're a stalker. You're going. To, you're going to start stalking her. You're too into her. Oh boy. Be careful. Be careful. I didn't pick up on that notion, but I think Drew, you're the expert here. And we'll see. Keep an eye on him. Keep just, an eye. You, you can get too into somebody. It's very. You got to be careful. Let's just call Susan. <laughs> well, we'll use her. Uh, we'll use her as a as a foil for this to talk about it. Hi, honey. You're on with us at your mom's house. You're echoey. It sounds like you're in the shower. No, I'm. I'm not in the shower. I'm in a. a I'm in a an apartment building in Austin. Looking. You know, this is that's interesting. Bert Kreischer sent us out to look for condos. He keeps calling me drunk. Go ahead. I just saw one that's very nice. They have a nice, nice amenities, mm-hmm. and it's about five blocks from the Zaza. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just really nice. Well, now that we have this unbelievable studio, we got to make Austin more of our home, right? <laughs> So, so a couple things. Um, we just want to check in with you and make sure you're cool after your last uh, uh, sort of visit here with us after the strip club. Everything's good for you? Um, yeah. How about you? Good. I just, I just didn't want anybody to think that I was being too harsh on you, and I wanted to, wanted to sort of, you know, give you I a chance. I don't know if anybody's going to be too harsh on me until, it, until I see how people react. So. Okay. <laughs> well, you keep an eye on the social media. 
we're we're not going. Whatever. Okay, our connection is is shitty, so I'm gonna have to keep keep this one short. But I I, I love you. One one quick question. Chad is you know Chad Wellen or Welleen as we call him. Walleen. Walleen. Um, he's now my guest on the show today. He's one of the guests we're having in the next couple of days. Congratulations. Yes, huh? and uh, he's on on uh, dating platforms, and he's gotten really obsessed with this one girl. He's in fact in love with her. And she puts on her uh, profile that she is welcome uh, to the show, Chad. And she is uh, Jesus Christ. She is uh, uh, what does the E stand for? Uh, Any equitably? Uh, <laughs> hang on a second. Come on. What's the E? For? Erogenous? No, E N M. E is uh, e- erection. No, fuck you guys. <laughs> and Susan, I'm sorry. You're in the middle of this. Ethical, anyway, ethical. non-monogamous, ethically non-monogamous. Yeah. And what's he to do? How does he how does he not scare her because he likes it and she's clearly like a commitment phobe or something? What what is how does he approach that? <laughs> well, we can't we can't hear you, so I'm gonna have to end this call, okay? Listen, just just stick with it and have a good time. Don't get too uptight about this stuff. Have fun. All right, so you just enjoy it. All right, buddy. See you, Susan. <laughs> Bye. I know. I always say bye, buddy, to everyone I end the phone call with. And I'm, huh. Here's why that is. Because normally... Susan likes that? No. Uh, <laughs> normally, at this time of day, I'm speaking either to my, one of my close friends or Adam Carolla. They call it... Everybody calls me every day and uh, end the calls with, hey, buddy, okay. So that's what we're doing. Uh, weird on my part. So there you go. So just cool out and uh, keep keep at it and see where it goes. And don't yeah. try not to get too... That's the, that's the hard part about dating. You can get really connected to people. And it can be disappointing. It can be shattering if you're not careful. So, I think I made a mistake. Talking about this? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's yeah. talk about the Chris versus Chad. <laughs> well, luckily, you're going to be editing the show, Chad. Yeah, yeah you yeah, can yeah. edit this out. It's up to you, Chad. Uh, Chris versus Chad. What's happening? There? Right. So first of all, like, let me give some background, too, on, on, on my perspective of Chad joining the team. Mm. So when I was first out here in Austin looking at places, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was kind of a multi-purpose trip. We were also looking to expand the team. So one of those things was... Uh, you know, finding another person to help edit and just be another body here to help in all the different things yeah. that we do. All right. And so met up with a bunch of people. A lot of candidates candidates were good, but Chad stood out as like just a real pro that like is just there to be like a member of the team to be what you need. And I remember I was just like I made it very clear on the post too that I was like, we're looking for locals, we're not looking to relocate anybody. And uh, I asked Chad what part of Austin he lived in. And he was like, <laughs> I flew in for this interview. Whoa. And I was like, I got really impressed. So, that's, like, so that was a good thing, not a bad thing. Right, it could have been a bad thing, well, right? Because like, what it is is that he made it a, a him problem and not a me problem, uh, you know? which is like, this is great. Chad's going to make things the, not my that's problem. The, that's the uh, quote on the head of uh, Nadav's title page. Yeah, when he emailed me, <laughs> when he emailed me for an interview, he was like, can you come next week and I just I said yes you know and didn't yeah. tell him I wasn't here but when he asked I told him I didn't yeah, that's how you here. get a job everybody no, it was, that's it, how you do it everybody it was incre- like it was just completely you go impressive. over the top because you know I always say that whatever whatever you see during the process of getting involved with somebody it's just going to be more of that when you actually are in business with them and it's yeah, the so. proof is in the pudding yeah. like Chad has been just a dream to work with over here like he's he's literally just he's not going to last though because you're fucking with him so much he's just going to go <laughs> I'd say I you're fucking with him a little humiliated. bit more than I am right now. But uh, <laughs> I'd also say, like, so this is leading up to the Chris versus Chad thing, uh. um, is that when he joined the team, uh, I just noticed him and Chris really just vibing because they're both working on episodes, like editing next to each other. Chris is training Chad. Chad is, you know, learning everything that Chris has to offer. And Where's the versus I just part? Well, I just started seeing them kind of butt heads a little bit where it was just like i've never seen anyone bring this side of chris out because as you know he's always been quiet calm, and such a bundle of joy and enthusiasm well here's the thing by by the way chad's affect is kind of like that a little bit he can be that way post-production people are just good people yeah yeah at first (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh yeah so i mean i actually like chris he's a great guy i like I like, I like working with them. So, so but what also, we're saying is next it's Chad with the strippers is what you're saying? Is that right? The next uh, live show? That, uh, that's I'm not hearing a no from Chad, so okay, yes. I'm not going to say no. Wow. That'll be really interesting. So <laughs> No, he's, he's a good guy, but like also fuck him. So, so there's, again, a lot packed into that. So m- meaning he's not a professor like you or 
I don't have to listen to him or um yeah he I think he he just he's threatened by me so like he he likes to to push my buttons quite a bit okay and is that a good natured friendly button pushing and is the fuck him like like you know exactly a good good wrestling partner you know? right yeah that's yeah. good yeah so it always started with like uh you know whenever Chad is you know. Being like, hey, like, uh, you know, pretty soon uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of the stuff that that Chris does. And Chris is just like, no, you're roll, Chad, you fucking piece of shit. Like, just kind of like. But does he mean it? Uh, in an affectionate way, probably. Oh, man. <laughs> Can you record some of that for me? Well, I got some stuff to show. Oh, good. <laughs> so, like, this is all just context for the videos I'm about to show you because they've been beefing pretty hard. Like, it, because for the longest time, Chris was the moral barometer of the studio. He's the canary in the coal mine. It's, you know, is. Like, because we can't tell if something is morally reprehensible. That's what I Chris thought that is was for. my job. Yeah, but you come once in a while. Okay, Chris is here Monday Regular. to Friday. Okay. <laughs> and so um, then Chad joined the team, and all of a sudden, Chris is not the only smart person on stage. Yeah, you know, I get it. I, I, get, I can see where he'd be threatening to him. And maybe, and maybe Chad could do everything. You don't even need Chris. Who knows? I mean, maybe he's thinking well, I mean, that way. Chad's over here and could hear you. Don't let that. Don't let I'm just Chad saying that maybe the way he was thinking. Chris is thinking anyway, so I'm just saying. Well, smart and morality aren't exactly the same thing. So oh, absolutely. So he not. can have that title still. So you're the. <laughs> Well, welcome. <laughs> That's good. We'll right. get along here fine. So we've been putting them, uh, you know, on your mom's house. Like, we re honestly didn't know who the smart one was. So we made them do a smart off. You know, I've not, I've never um, interviewed Chris, I don't think. I mean, we need to give him a chance on this show, oh, too. Oh, yeah. He's coming on the next episode. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. good. Okay, yeah. excellent. There'll right. be some tip for tat. But okay, good. And then you can choose if you're team Chris or team Chad. Right. You know, we'll give you time to think yeah, about know, it. You know, I'm, I'm not a conflict person. I don't like conflict. You know, I, I'm right. too conflict bad. resolution. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go. You're going to well, figure it out. All right. When you, when you right. decide, though, just remember, I edit your show. Yeah. You, you're the only one. He did. Chris I, doesn't. I do it now. Who? Who is there an authority structure in, in your relationship? No. Well, how I mean, do you? Chris does, thinks there is, but, but, but what if no. Chris said, "Hey, Chad, I'm I'm taking Drew's show now." I would let him see. So I got to yeah. be nice to Chris too. All right, so let, show me some stuff. I want to see what's right. really going on. So here. there was a so. smart off, and throughout the smart off, there's Ooh. kind of been beef on social media where you know there's been a post here by Chad, a post there by Chris. So let me show you the first post that Chad put up for uh, for just the whole world to see. You're a bitch, Chris. You're not too smart, and you're only getting dumber every day. You think you're right, you're just a dummy. You think you're right, you're a big fucking dummy. Don't be a Chris girl, cause he isn't too smart, and he's only getting dumber every day. You think you're funny, but that don't mean you're too smart. You're too smart. So good. Right. Pretty that, good. That must make for a lovely work environment. Yeah. And, and you guys sit next to each other? Oh, yeah. Right next to each other. Woo! So that was that was the first uh, tit in but this let me just say, Well done. Oh, well, really well done. Yeah. So uh, what came back? What was the response? Um, so as you know, uh, Chris does a monthly post on Instagram, on social media. Yes. The checking in on people, doing shout outs, that kind of stuff. Um, and this was uh, Chris's- Cannot wait. April video that was kind of the tat to Chad's tit. <laughs> uh -huh. Hey everyone, it's April. So here's my monthly post. Quick birthday shout out to Tristan, whose birthday's on the 10th. Happy birthday, Tristan. Hope it's a good one. Um, yeah, with everyone coming back into the office, thought I'd give a few office tips, like be on time. Uh, listen to people who've been there longer than That's you because uh. they probably know a lot more and have a lot to offer. Uh, hence why I'm um, team Chad. If you're going to do an office prank, you know, Make sure it's actually funny and not mean, because um, that's how office views get started. And uh, if you're gonna, if you think you're smarter than others, and you know, maybe don't talk about it so much because people don't like that. And especially if the only reason you think that is because you answer a few random trivia questions correctly. Um, yeah, and definitely don't write a song about it either. And if you do write a song, you know, be original. Don't like parody of someone else's work. And yeah, those are my office tips. See you next month. Bye. 
Really? Okay. To do a parody song, you have to write the music yourself? It's not a parody then. Yeah. It's just a... Right. He, uh, Chris is arguing Chris, he wants Chris, original I don't think music. Chris understands irony. I don't think he understands... Uh, oh, I mean... I don't know. I think he understands it very well. Well, he understands what was coming at him, that's for sure. But he, but it wasn't mean. It was a nice homage. Right. He, he didn't Did like you play it. sports in high school? A little bit. What'd you play? I did track, and then I did football for a year. All right. So in football, you're used to getting your balls busted, right? Yeah. You get, everybody busts his ball. I don't think Chris has understands the 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 affectionate quality of ball busting. I don't think he <laughs> yeah, really gets Yeah, look at it. this ball busting. I, look I at have, Chad's bio. Do you see what it says? <laughs> we're smart. <laughs> It's so good. It's so good. But it's true. But I think, <laughs> what is that Italian town there in the upper right corner? Uh, that's that's Morocco, uh, and that's Istanbul. What the hell, man? Professor, traveling a lot. Yeah, I've been to like 30-something good countries. Good for you. How long do you plan to stay here at YMH Studios? Just until the, like, the big thing takes off, you know? Yeah, and then get the <laughs> hell out of here, right, until you get that big doc going. I'm, I'm going to work on that for you. Uh, we gotta we gotta break you out of this. No, I, I love it here. I love it here. It, it is amazing. It's amazing what they've done, isn't it? Right. This, this is, look what we're doing here is crazy. Um, there is one more tat. Oh, I do want to see it, but but hold on. Um, I I I want to. I'm gonna assign. I know what test I want to give Chris. What? There's a personality test. We'll, we'll oh, see the we psycho test. I have a new test that we've not done that mm. I want to give Chris. So, all right. all right. So okay, one more tick for tat. Let's do it. So you know, uh, Chad is not okay with Chris getting the last word. Uh, he's the last word champ. So mm. Chad went ahead and did this incredibly disrespectful post. Mm. Hey, everyone. Here's another <laughs> boring post. It's today, so happy today. It's weather outside, so make sure you know what it is. Shout out to Jasmine and Mitchell, who are expecting their first baby. Life's a gift. Some tips for social media. If you're going to post, maybe show some variety so people don't think you're sort of a one-trick pony. Um, if you're going to give advice, maybe give better advice and don't pretend like you don't care when secretly you really do, because like I said, life's a gift. So act like it. Also, you don't need to feel threatened by new coworkers. <laughs> don't call them a little bitch because that says more about you and your own insecurities really. And, uh, there may be a reason they were hired in the first place. So keep that in mind. Don't uh, talk shit about them writing a parody song about you. They might then write a real song about you. <laughs> so my biggest advice is don't start shit you're not ready for. Ooh. That's all. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, I went full method on that one. I was going to say forget documentaries. You just go become an actor. Yeah, you I, nailed the affect exactly. I studied his videos. I practiced his mannerisms. I played forty hours of Elden Ring. I really got into it. Okay, what's wrong with you? It's, it's too just, much. It's too you, much. I mean, you could oh, say I'm like the, the next Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, well, I would that. argue that you really, uh, yeah, that was method. But 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 I'm but all kidding aside, you, you it's hard to nail that affect. You nailed it. Yeah, it was fun. So, all right. Well, I'm sure there's more coming. Uh, uh, all right. So uh, let, let me get into the show a little bit here. We've, this has been a Chad versus Chris day. And Chad, thank you for being so open and honest and sharing sure. your acting chops with us. Huh? No, I was just cheering for Chad being open and honest. All right, good. Um, I would like to do a TikTok segment coming up. Maybe our announcer will welcome us into that segment. And up next, welcome to the TikTok segment. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Let's see some TikToks. What's going on there? Can you tell? There's a is it pork chop or a, something? There's a plate on a coat hanger on his shirt. But he has a steak and a what's the green thing? Cucumber or pickle or something? Pickle. How's it sticking? The coat hanger. That's what's cool about this. It's, it is cool. He's he, reinventing eating. Yeah, no, I dig it. It's all meat. I'm in for that. So uh, and a cucumber. thoughts, Chad? Anything? It's pretty smart. Okay, let's keep going. More more TikToks. I love you uh -oh. so much that I'll do things to you. That I would not even do to a farm animal. You think That's Chad sends his girl these videos, the one that he's talking to? <laughs> well, I, I think he's kidding, but it reminds me, everybody, that Christina's back. She is back with her TikToks. I gave her, I had dinner with her a couple weeks ago, and I gave her shit that her TikToks were getting kind of. She was showing cats running down a ramp and things like. She spent too much time with her sons, and little children. And I and he. She immediately hours later, she was back. She was back, everybody. But mind you, yeah, it's all um, really upset. While we were at dinner, um, 
her sons were refusing to go to sleep and we all went in there to try to calm them down. And uh, who, what's the oldest one's name? Uh, Ellis. Ellis started screaming, shut up, cracker, to mom. And then to us. <laughs> shut up, cracker? Shut up, cracker. And then the little one started saying the same thing and laughing his ass off and jumping around, screaming, shut oh, up, cracker. Boy, shut up, cracker. I'm really glad I wasn't there. <laughs> so, <laughs> I could have went bad. <laughs> so, uh, so apparently. Yeah, you would have checked those kids. <laughs> I know. Maybe he would have said something else. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently. <laughs> well, did, uh, should we get into our greeting last night, Eddie? <laughs> oh, my God. That was the funniest fucking shit. So dude. I one of, one of the. <laughs> Hold on. I think we're still in the. TikTok all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll get around to any and my greeting at some point, but uh, let's go with the TikToks. Keep going. It's like, I genuinely don't understand how people, like, have this be so hairless. I feel like I'm so stubbly. Oh, by the way, yes, you can go wear a bikini and go swimming, even when you're on your period. I got my little tampon string, but usually I just tuck it in, and then I'm good to go. But anyways, this is my suit for the day. I'm just going for, like, a quick dip in the pool before dinner um, and after doing some work emails. Jesus Christ! I always wondered how that worked, how, how the, the how you how you dealt with a, a bikini when you're on your period. Right, it's a tampon. But where the, you're more wondering where the stream goes. Yeah, well, you tuck it in. Okay, it's all right. Um, I find this very appealing. <laughs> appealing? What? There's something what part very do you appealing find about appealing? that she's so honest and so straightforward and so uh, uninhibited. And he doesn't like it. I, and no, he doesn't dig crazy. it. Well, and he likes to be hidden, like likes you know, and he likes farts and things to be hidden from him, right? Oh. He, he doesn't like any any human. See, I don't I don't mind human biology. <laughs> any, I, any evidence of humanity? Yeah, any human biological <laughs> processes, and he will have none of it. And, <laughs> but it's about, about that with this girl, though. It's what I love about any too. But but she's but she's uh you know just she's, she's comfortable she's with very everything open. she's open i it's i imagine this is her brand or something on tiktok and i i wouldn't recommend this everybody i don't think it's like you know if you're a a professor i'm not so sure i would recommend uh, all this or if you're a cardiothoracic surgeon i don't think your patients are going to like that but if you're a 28 year old you know well, luckily, model, I don't think I'll ever be a professor again. I think working here is pretty, this pretty, pretty much, much did that it. deal, yeah. Is that right? Yeah, probably. Really? We'll see. It's interesting. You would think that they would, uh, this is such new media that they would welcome it, that this is part of the challenge of the of the, of the the next generation of who you're trying to, to teach. Yeah, have you seen the videos we show? Well, I have. Okay, I'm going to show yeah. some. Yeah. Okay. Let's keep going. Curious. Wait a minute before we move on from this, though. Okay. That wasn't my issue. Was her tampon and all that shit. Oh. My issue was look at her facial expression the whole time. She looked like wild as fuck to me, like scary. So do you see? You're any scared. Of that? Yeah. Do you see Woo! any of that? All right. Let's look. Like have this be so hairless. I feel Not like I'm here. so Hold stubbly. On. Oh, by the way, yes, you can go First wear a bikini and go swimming stare. even when you're on your that period. I got my little tampon string, but usually I just on. tuck it in. And then I'm good to go. But anyways, this is my suit for the day. I'm just going for like a quick dip in the this, pool before this, dinner. Like, um, and after doing I think how like emails. expressive she seems, but it, it also seems that her it eyes seems, never it, change. It seems it's a little empty. C- confusing. No, but but I, I do get what you're saying. There was something, there's something very superficial about her uh, expressions. But again, we're watching a TikTok and people are making nicey nice. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I, I can't read too much into that, but I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But I don't, you're not afraid of her because of, you know, the stuff that you and I have talked about in the past where she'd be too into the sort of aggressive stuff sexually. Is that what you're saying? You know what I'm talking about? Too aggressively into sexual the stuff? S, we've talked about the S&M stuff, you and I, right? And are you talking about that yeah. kind of aggression from her? No, 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 no. That aggression would be completely welcomed. No, yeah, it's not that. Right. It's not your kind of brush. It's just the emptiness it, you don't like. Yeah, like yeah. it just seemed uh yeah, I understand. like two sides of her face are, are not Yeah. I get it. That's interesting that you're so tuned like, into that. The... That's very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's keep watching. Let's do some more. All right, here's another fun one. Where else but oh, Costa Rica can you buy a pound of tuna? A pound of tuna for like 5 bucks. Buy it fresh caught from the freaking ocean out here. And just eat it. Five bucks a pound of tuna. Raw. Mmm. Got my papaya here. The papayas are so delicious. We got some avocado. And a freaking bone. (laughs) 
full of bone marrow. Oh. So what I'm gonna do is after I eat this tuna, mmm. I can't stand to go to a sushi restaurant and pay so much money for sushi. Well, look yeah. at this. Yeah, it's, it's sushi. a pound of it. yummy, delicious raw tuna. It. Okay. For just like five bucks. <laughs> I can't even eat this much. It's so much. What a primal way to be. Yeah. I get that. I like it here. Good. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to eat this avocado because this is going to fill me up. Dude, stay there. Stay in Costa Rica. I like the way he's, he's he's angry and aggressive about it. He has to express it with this extreme aggression. Like, oh, I'm going to eat my bone marrow. All, a lot of those guys that, that are sort of the odd food consumers have that quality, right? It's weird. Yeah, they're like, oh, this is the best thing yeah. that is, like, what I eat is the, what everyone should eat. Right. That's right. It's a little... little uh, but I'll tell you what, like, well, in the previous videos that we've seen of him where he's eating, like, raw steak and shit, and he's like, oh, it tastes just like pussy or whatever. I don't think I've seen this guy. You have. You definitely have. He's All like, right. uh, uh, I think last time you were on with Susan or maybe the time before, he's uh. like, Mm, this raw meat it just tastes like I, I get confused with all the raw meat and rancid meat and all these guys that but eat meat but this looks appealing like, it does look appealing it's like sushi like uh, yeah I'm down to eat just no, a I steak would, of, I would uh, uh, if yeah. I'm in Costa Rica I'd be looking for that tuna salesman I mean that looks awesome I'm just a little sus about the fact he said it's five bucks for all that I don't know right, that's, that's a little concerning be bad fish might not be the best maybe it was about to be thrown out uh, <laughs> right. looks pretty good bucks. you don't want to uh. eat raw tuna on sale you know yeah, yeah. it's Costa Rica maybe right you know fisherman caught his you know whatever all right keep I'm a kid and I don't have to go to school. Uh oh. I'm a kid and I don't have to go to school. Uh oh. I'm a kid and I don't have to go to school. What do you think? I think you're weird, dude. I, I'm, I'm afraid he's going to have a sort of piggy moment. A piggy moment? You know, like, I guess, you know, I, I learned since we uh, used to watch Norman, the piggy man. Oh, that the that's what you meant by piggy. Well, it turns out we never talked about this. It turns out that the the eating of shit, the way he was doing it, is called like pigging or piggy or something. Mm. It's a whole line of behavior around the pig. Mm. Uh, and I'm fearful this guy has a similar proclivity. So like, I Do mean, we know any, for sure that this guy isn't like a Robin Williams and Jack sort of situation? That. He's like a reverse Benjamin Button type deal. Yeah, he's actually a child adult. He's actually a child adult. I see no evidence of that, but nice thought. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just, I think it's into. He's, what do you mean? You don't see the backpack? No, <laughs> I, I see that he's behaving like a child, but oh. it's, this is some He's weird, got the lanyard too. That's pretty childish. Uh, it makes me uncomfortable. I don't <laughs> like it. Okay, keep going. All right, here's the last TikTok of this segment. Yeah. Here's the last TikTok of this segment. So the text here says how this is steak that's been outside for a week. Um, I hate these rancid meeting guys. They make me just want to vomit. No. Mm. No, you know. Nom, 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 and then, nom, of course, nom. they're going <laughs> to chew it and throw it, and show it in their mouth and stuff. That seems to be their thing. Let's see if he does that. God, it's Yeah, because it's like to prove. Like, see, I'm doing it. The insides are still normal looking, but it is only two weeks can, old. Can you? Yeah. Oh, oh, you're so cool, dude. Oh, you are the coolest dude. Clean fork. We just swallowed it. He didn't chew it. That's interesting. Pretending to chew it, it looks like to me. Well, let's see. That's why maybe that's why they open their mouth. That is an interesting observation. Right? Doesn't it seem like he just swallowed it? It's like now that I'm picturing him faking chewing, that does look like faking chewing. Yeah. That's very interesting. Because that's a very interesting observation. Yeah. Or maybe it's just so tender that his teeth just glide right through that meat. Is he gonna? No, but he it's like maybe the part of the challenge in that world is the chewing of it. Oh, it's chewier Raw because meat, it's yeah. then it's cooked counterpart. Yeah, but yeah, but I didn't see him chewing. Yeah, I didn't really see it. He has weird sticking his tongue so out. So some people chewing. think that I've just been seasoning a, a fresh steak each time. But I'd like you to have a look at what's happening to the fat there. It's putrefied. It must smell lovely. That doesn't happen with just seasoning. You know, it's been sitting out. There's so here's a good plate. look of what's left over. Oh, there's a bunch of ants. Um, there's ants? Yep. Which uh, I'll sample again next week. Very cool. Because he's been leaving it out for a long time, right? Yep. You have uh, to build up like the bacteria in your stomach, right, to eat something like that? Is that something you have to work towards, or can he, do they just do it? He, he, I don't even know how to answer it, 
because your stomach doesn't have bacteria, it's acid, so everything's cleaned out. And and usually rancid triggers something called the chemo, chemoreceptor trigger zone in your brain where you'll vomit immediately. Hmm. So I don't know how he's overriding that. Uh, if the meat is uh, infected with something as it goes down, obviously there'll be a swelling and abdominal pain and that kind of stuff and then diarrhea, but he's not complaining about any of that stuff. So I don't know. Don't do it at home. I agree with that part. I, that's what it says on the video and we should listen to them. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's do a couple of uh, emails here, Chad. I want you to help me with this. We're, we're Great, such a limited time here. Oh yeah, wait. Uh, you guys want to talk about how you guys greeted each other last night? Now we could. Oh, we can talk that. about that now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, sure. Uh, so uh, I came up to Eddie and I was really happy to see him. And as as I was approaching him, I remembered the joy I had when he um, called me. <laughs> he expressed yeah. a certain. Uh, affection towards me with a certain term that I felt like we crossed over into a realm of special connection. And I thought, and I constantly think to myself, God, I'd love to be able to call him that too, but I can't and I shouldn't, but I need a similar term to be able to express my, my affection for him. And as I approached, I just said, good to see you, whatever I'm allowed to call you. That was because I because I came I was just like yo my boy what's <laughs> up bro and we fucking we dab and and I and I remember the 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 time you called me something very uh -huh. special uh -huh. and that was what was in my head but it was just such a funny like right after because yes. that's just what you do you know we were like matching each other's energy I'm yep. like my boy and yep. you're like yo my whatever I can call <laughs> you <laughs> dog I'm like yo. <laughs> Exactly what in it was. In the middle. That's exactly what it was. And it literally so was. It literally was. I want to use the same degree of affection that I felt when you. You know, you should try. Turns at me. What? You know, Please, you should try. Tell me. Coach me. You know, you should, try, you should call me. Just call me the opposite, because that's what I'm calling you, right? Cracker. Call me call you doesn't cracker? Yeah. Like, what's up, Cracker? All right. Done. Say something like that. Done. That's what I was thinking. Uh, that was in my head, but I don't know the. You know, I need some coaching, man. I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I, I want it to work. I want the the. In fact, what I did do kind of worked. Saying whatever I'm allowed to call you, and now we figured out. So okay. okay I think uh, number one, I wouldn't do it to anybody else though. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I don't think anybody else is gonna like I, that. I understand. <laughs> I, I would have to. Well, Christina, maybe. <laughs> maybe. But, but but we but we have to. This kind of thing has to be talked through, right? We have to like. Of course. Understand. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. the the reality of it. Is uh, it. is there's, it, there's nothing that's gonna there's nothing that's gonna match it you know that's, no I know that's the best I, word in the I, world but I, I, I mean I know you know we, we went through a lot of I, shit to say so I'm I, 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 I'm not gonna go there <laughs> so I know better you can I, use uh, some J words like what like bike with a K no 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 <laughs> let's see you see how Nadal tries to steer you down yeah no no he's trying to get me in trouble deep drains and but, in the but sewer. I'm wondering but I'm wondering if there are any Yiddish terms that would be um acceptable that's a yiddish term no i know it's not acceptable <laughs> wait is it yeah kind of really that comes from that mm -hmm. what does it mean uh <laughs> what's funny is that i learned this from patrice o'neill uh there's a word like there's a clip where he goes that word comes from uh the yiddish word i believe yiddish word for circle because oh. that's what they had on their passports oh interesting yeah that's interesting Whoa. i should google well, that in fact. yiddish, yiddish <laughs> is so there's so many funny great terms i, I maybe i'll come up with something uh, all right, let me see if I can get a quick email in here so we can get Chad see how he does with. Uh, one of my fondest members, memories is being 16 years old and having my 20-something at the time brother introduce me to Loveline under the guise that I'll learn a thing or two. I'm happy to say that it worked like a charm. I've been happily married for 16 years. Anyway, I have a question about jerking off. Okay, Exactly where my head went with this. Uh, our oldest son is 12, so there is a strong chance that he touches his camera through the fence at least once a day. This is the first time somebody has made it explicit what that phrase might have meant. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's used a lot, but he's using it like explicitly. It's about touching the junk. Okay. My wife, though, uh, who is a lot more religious than I am, she's a Mormon, which I used to be as well, but not anymore, isn't so sure. What are the best arguments you know of for why masturbation is needed, indeed normal and healthy, and what are some of the ways we can approach this topic with him that won't give him some weird complex thanks and watch for the waspices? Chad, you worked with a lot of uh, young men and women. Uh, you were a professor. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so first of all, semen store in the balls, right? No. <laughs> okay. 
but thank just you. Just checking. You were really close, Chad. <laughs> thank you. I do have. I've, I've done some interviews with urologists recently, and I do have some updates. Come is in the balls. No, oh. but I have some some information <laughs> that I didn't. And, and that like I was. I'm gonna next time. I'm gonna talk about this. Remember you asked me about twisting the penis and all that. Any? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Okay, we're gonna get into that a little Uh-oh. more. Wait, yeah. is, that, is it gonna be a bad thing? Not a bad thing, but it wasn't. I, I dismissed it a little bit, much the way I dismissed your bowel habits, oh, and, and it was a little more of a concern. Why don't we just so, leave it right where we left? No, it? we're gonna get, okay. to oh, we're gonna get to it. So the, the mom is the mom's religious. Doesn't She's uptight. She doesn't believe. She doesn't believe that he's masturbating. She doesn't believe that it's good for him. Well, he definitely is. He de- let's just be very clear. Yeah, he definitely, definitely is. is. And the way back in the old day they used to say it is that ninety percent of uh, adolescents masturbate, and the other ten percent are lying. Mm. So that's it. He does. Yeah. Now there are case, rarely I'll come across um, young males that are sort of on a mission to withhold their sexual drives. It's very hard for them to do it. They at one time did masturbate, then all of a sudden decided it's bad for them and they withhold it. But that's very, very, very unusual. Mm-hmm. Don't see that very often. So Yeah, that happens a lot in like ultra-religious families. And- in, 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 in usually, in my experience, people with different, not, they're not in this country or mm-hmm. they have not grown up in this country typically. It's so, I mean, to me, it's it's just a bodily function that you, you kind of need to take care of. Correct. It's like urinating or anything right. else. Right. Although any, did you used to try to control that one too? Uh, no, actually, I might be one of the, I don't know, uh, I'm sure people will think I'm the part of the 10% that's lying, but I definitely didn't when I was younger. It took me a very long time to discover it. I didn't understand, like, growing up in school when they do fucking, you know, the emotions and shit and talk about it. I, I thought everybody was lying. I didn't understand. So you were like Chase? Uh, yes. <laughs> Chase <laughs> yes. <or not? laughs> yes, me, me and Chase grew up sim- in that respect, yeah. That I How old were you when that. you first figured it out? I, I really don't. I really don't remember, I, but it was old. You, I was, I was in high too. school. I yeah, was in high were school. you a shorter yeah. kid early in high school? Shorter, like a lot shorter than you are now. Oh man, that's a hard question because I still feel short. That's, I don't know. I'm wondering if you just uh, hit puberty late. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm really going to bet that it's something in that zone. Um, and I know you were very focused on controlling bodily functions and things, so I don't know. That may have also something to do with it. But but it, it, I suspect you know. If this 16-year-old is post-pubertal, it's, it's coming. And once yeah. you found it, it was on, right? Oh, of, of course. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. Okay. It's like my favorite thing growing up. Good. Good for yeah. you, Chad. That's good. Your students will love to hear this. So, so, so uh, excessive masturbation leads to a career in documentary film production and yeah. professorship. Uh, so I would say, I, my, I kind of say leave it alone. Yeah. Right. Wouldn't you? Because he's he's talking to his buddies about it. It's already happening. Um, maybe work on your wife. Not, That's what I would say too. Yeah. Just leave him alone. And if somebody walks in on him, then have the conversation. Like, That's fine. We got it. Everyone, no problem. Definitely try not to walk in on him though. That would be terrible. Yeah. Well, you know, Mike Catherwood. We, you know, was on I the show uh, with a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he. Um, his mom used to walk on at him so often he started screaming at her. Mom, when, I, when I'm in the bathroom, what do you think I'm doing? And we used to get the hell out of here screaming Jesus. at her. And it happened. he said it happened all the time. Like, what do you think I'm in the all bathroom the for? All the time? Yeah, like, like dozens of times she walked in on him masturbating. I feel like it's one of – you like Chad nailed it on the head. If you think it's happening, just fucking leave yeah, it alone. Leave it alone because it, it is happening. It's a perfectly normal, perfectly natural. Don't watch out for the waspices. Uh, and But you're going to have to – calm the wife down because i bet he the i bet he picks up on it naturally i mean who knows what kind of side comments she's making about sexuality and things mm-hmm. and so you got to really have a nice long talk with her about what guilting him might do to him it's not gonna it's not gonna be helpful and and it's not gonna reduce his guilting him is not gonna have an effect it may even increase his his, his acting out mm-hmm. just gonna go deeper into hiding well, Chad, it's been a privilege to get to know you. Uh, we're going to dig into Chris next. We're going to see where this goes. Anything you'd like me to ask him? Uh, well, I mean, Team Chris at this point is kind of a sinking ship. So but, I think – I don't body. know yet. I don't know. Body. I mean, I see a lot of people jumping sides, and I just want to say that, you know, come on over. There's plenty of, plenty of food to drink. We got any. We got Zolo. We're having a good time. Plus, we have far less principles, so we're having way more fun. Wow. Okay, Professor. Um, I, I think I may need to speak to Zolo next show too, just to make sure that's accurate. Uh, but so, so ser- Team Zolo, Team Chad is Zolo and Eddie, right? Currently, right yeah. now, currently. 
And um, soon to be Drew. We'll, we'll see. I, I tend to stay kind of neutral. I'm pretty. I'm pretty even. Pretty uh, middle. Middle of the road on most things. Where there's conflict, I'm not particularly interested in engaging yeah. in it. But we'll see. I mean. I'm a little persuaded towards Team Chat. I gotta admit, I'm, I'm a little. Cool. Um, that, some of the wow. talent on display was extraordinary. Oh, the yeah. acting, the musicianship. Uh, Thank you. Willing to turn turn your back on old Chrissy boy? Just that well, we'll see. Though. I'm giving him a chance. I'm going to bring him in here. We're going to thump on him. We'll see what the deal is. Uh, Drew, I want to say that's it's an honor that you had me in here, and this is really cool. You know, like just over like a little over half a year ago, I was like on my couch in my boxers watching your show, and now I'm like on here fully clothed. It's pretty wild. It's pretty cool. <laughs> And like your new your new studio is awesome, so just congratulations and thank you. So I'm on full full team chat now, full full on team chat. I'm just team chat. That's Atta it. Boy. Done, done, and you done. You know what, Drew? Noted. <laughs> so, all right, it's a privilege to have you. Thank you for doing all the great work you do here, and I, and I, I look forward to all the kind of creative things you think of. I mean. If you want me to do stuff or you have ideas and things, let's go do stuff. Let's do yeah, it's nice. I, mean, I finally have like a outlet for my creative ideas. Yeah, so. and, and it seems to me I I have felt for some time we should be able to come up with some other interesting videos that have good impact and change things and get people thinking and entertain people at the same time. So mm-hmm. let's do stuff. Cool. All right. Thanks, Thank Drew. you, sir. Appreciate it. Thank all of you. We didn't get too many voice messages or emails today, but um, – I will get to those next time. We'll expose Crystal. Uh, and uh, yeah, thank you all for being here. We'll see you next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.